0: Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From newsounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. Sax player, composer, and author Philip Johnston lives in Sydney, Australia, but for many years he was a familiar figure on New York's downtown jazz and new music scenes. He co-founded the Microscopic Septet, a band that did the theme song for the NPR show Fresh Air. He led bands like Big Trouble and the Transparent Quartet, and was an early pioneer in writing new music for old silent films. In fact, his book, Silent Films, Loud Music, has just come out in paperback, and Philip has returned to our studio with some of his old New York gang, and he's worked up some special arrangements for us of some of his film music. This first one was written for the 1927 Todd Browning film The Unknown, and it's called Men's Hands. Thank you. Thank you. is some of Philip Johnston's music for the unknown 1927 Todd Browning film that starred Lon Chaney and uh, live performance here in our studio featuring Neil Kirkwood at our piano Dave Hofstra on bass and Philip Johnston himself playing alto sax Boy, that uh, brings back memories here in ah, that Ah, memories, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, We John. We, presented your, we presented the film, The mm-hmm. Unknown, with your score, your then-new score, back in 1999. It was our first year of the New Sounds Live silent film series at what mm. was then the World Financial Center, now That's Brookfield right. Place. Um, and so what we just heard, there's like lots of different themes there that, yes. that, that you then spun out.
1: First of all, that's a reduction. So the show that we did back in 1999 had a seven or eight piece band with drums and vibraphone and uh, multiple horn players and so on. This is all of the tunes today, are reductions, so that we could make this uh, possible today. But it keeps essentially the compositional structure of the beginning, which is that it opens with a kind of overture, which introduces themes associated with characters and locales. You can probably tell there's a circus theme and yep, there's yep. Um, an evil guy with who's a psychotic murderer with no arms theme, and there's a, <laughs> a, a tale of melancholy and strangeness. So those themes are developed in a fairly traditional way, yep. not as far as necessarily the musical content, but the idea of developing themes throughout a film.
0: Well, I mean, that's, that's sort of a, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of a classic trope. Mm. Uh, you know, it goes back to at least to Wagner's operas. Yes, you know, where
1: which was a lot of the inspiration for the early film music composers.
0: Right. So, um, The Unknown, it was not just our first season of presenting silent films with live music, but this was one of your first attempts at writing new music for a silent film.
1: Yes, this was my first silent film score, and I was really figuring out um, how to do it, and it was, of course, a big learning experience in a lot of ways. And I uh, had always loved silent film music in early, film music, and I carried a lot of those tropes that you refer to into it, though I did have certain elements, even in my very first score, that were a little unusual. For example, um, I made the bad guy the hero and the romantic uh, leads the bad guys. (laughs) bad
0: people. Musically, you mean. Yes. Yeah. And
1: finally, at the end of the film, when they finally get together and there is a couple holding hands and pledging their love, it's for that that I reserve the scariest music <laughs> in the film. Because I like the bad guys. Yeah, well,
0: Lon Chaney. You yeah, know. what's not to like? Quite a lot as, as <laughs> it turns out if you watch the film, but uh, yeah. let, let's not go there. Um, had you done... Uh, sort of more conventional film music before coming to this project?
1: Uh, Yes, I'd been working in the film industry, I don't know, since the mid-80s with Paul Mazursky and Philip Haas and a number of other directors. So I'd been doing film music for a while when I first attempted this.
0: Yeah. Now, the term silent film is a bit of a misnomer. Uh, th- they were never silent, right?
1: Absolutely. The, uh, from the very first incidences of, uh, of demonstrations of film, the Lumiere Brothers, um, before 1900 in the late 19th century, was accompanied by uh, piano. We um, we don't know what the music was, but we know there was a pianist. And George Melia famous for A Trip to the Moon, and... Um, the for whom the next two pieces we're going to play uh, were written, he played the piano himself during his. Really. Uh, he directed the film. He starred in and many of them, and uh, he often played piano accompaniment. And
0: you know, in addition to directing the films, I mean, you did *Trip to the Moon*, if I'm remembering correctly, as the sort of opening. Before you did The Unknown. Did I do that? Yeah. It's very
1: possible. Yeah. It's very possible. Because it's so short.
2: It was like I don't a 10 minute film. That.
1: Yes. Which was a long film for those days. For those days. Because that's about, I think that film was released in 1902. Yeah. And they were just uh, the first feature, what we would think of as a feature length film, 10, 10 11 still minutes. Still ahead yeah. of us.
0: Yeah. Uh, famous uh, for the image of the the man in the moon with the rocket stuck in his eye. Yes. Um, so, but you've already alluded to the, the idea, like with the unknown, that you're kind of subverting a lot of expectation. You know, these are films from the 19-teens and 20s, and you know, you might expect the sounds of the teens and the 20s, mm. and you kind of get them, but like Uh, uh, your score to The Adventures of Prince Ahmed, this Mm. wonderful German animated film set in a kind of mythical Indonesia. There's like very contemporary sounds in that
1: score. Yeah, I'm using loops and samples and uh, ideas from minimalism and uh, also uh, organ combo, blues, and so on. definition of postmodernism is I am my record collection and uh, (laughs) brings together things that fit together in my head. The thing is, I like to not just do something that's totally contradicting the film and so on. I like to not go into it and adhere to all the assumptions. So I mix it up uh, quite a bit.
0: Um, your, your book is just out in paperback. It's called Silent Films, Loud Music, New Ways of Listening to and Thinking About Silent Film Music. Did you like, do, have to do a lot of research into what people would have heard in 1925, for example, when they went to the, to the movies?
1: Well, uh, as well as being a jazz musician uh, and composer, I have a secret shameful life as an academic. And I've been <laughs> teaching about and studying and writing about film music in general for a long time. I teach a uh, composition class at the Sydney Conservatorium of Music in Sydney where I live and also a survey course. And um, parts of the book were based on my, um, my Ph.D. Uh, dissertation um, and other parts taken from academic articles i've written on topics that interest me such as music for cartoons and mm-hmm. jazz and film music and so on but it also has a chapter about the history of original silent film music and about film music theory and so on it covers a lot of different ground
0: a- as well as some of the some of your compatriots yes. in in the realm of new music i mean it's it you know Looking at the list of, I mean, Richard Einhorn, the Alloy Orchestra, mm. uh, Gary Lucas, all people that we've presented in our silent film series here in Absolutely. New York over the years. So I
1: write about some of the great modern uh, composers for silent film, and those are all people um, that I, whose work I really admire. And I take some examples of scenes from their work and analyze them and so on. They all do wonderful stuff. Yeah. Um, the Clubfoot Orchestra is right. another also included in there.
0: Right, Richard Marriott's band. Um, the piece you're going to do next, The Mermaid, is a, a Georges Mélier yes. uh, film. F- and now, you know, I had heard of Trip to the Moon, but th- the, the full kind of catalog of Georges Mellier's movie making until you actually sort of introduced me to that mm-hmm. many years ago, I had no idea that this guy was... I mean, the special effects, we mm. look at them now and we laugh. Mm. But, man, in 1898 or whatever, people must have just—they must have been tripping.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was It was definitely—I mean, you hear the famous story of the train coming into the station in a silent film and people panicking and— uh, running out of the theater. Actually, scholars today say that never actually really happened, but it's a wonderful uh, metaphor for how different it was for people to see these ghostly images and um, take that on as entertainment. They had circuses, they had theater, they had um, photography had been around, but it, it became a new art form. And some people, I'm one of them, feel in retrospect now, silent film is often treated as kind of the training wheels of modern sound film. But some people, myself included, feel that in a way it's a totally different art form.
0: So with uh, this Georges Méliès piece, uh, The Mermaid, is, this, uh, is there a subversive streak to this piece?
1: Well, the music is quite uh, contemporary. This um, f- score follows what's happening in the film once. <laughs> At a pivotal moment you'll see it goes just to the base and that's the center of the film and it follows exactly what's happening on screen, then on either side, the music is developing in its own independent parallel structure.
2: Mm. All right,
0: well, this one's called The Mermaid, once again with Neil Kirkwood at our piano and Dave Hofstra on the bass. Here's sax player and composer Philip Johnston with this uh, kind of of one-of-a-kind, for-us-today, arrangement of The Mermaid. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> The Mermaid music for a Georges Melier's short silent film uh, from the earliest years of the art form. Philip Johnston's music played live here in our studio. Philip's book is called "Silent Films: Loud Music: New Ways of Listening to and Thinking About Silent Film Music. And um, there's a form versus content thing happening there. It's saxophone, acoustic bass, and acoustic piano. It's a very, it's a sound that Méliès himself would not have been unfamiliar with, but what you put in that trio is kind of a different, you know, the, the angularity of the music. Mm. is definitely post-Méliès.
1: I I would say so. I mean, uh, in in the book, I interview Richard Einhorn, and uh, there's a question in this questionnaire that I passed out where he says, the question is, how do you think that the original director uh, would have felt about the music that you've written for the film? And he puts it so well, he says, I couldn't care less. (laughs) So I don't know if Melias would have appreciated this, I don't know, but we're we're at a different place in history and I think it's fair game.
0: Yeah. Uh, Throughout your career uh, there's been a certain zany streak to to what you do. I mean microscopic septet with their marching lobsters. Fast and Bulbous, The Captain Beefheart Project, mm. which, because it was Captain Beefheart, had zaniness baked into it, I suppose. Mm. Mm. And there is a kind of zany streak to these Georges Métier's films, too, isn't there?
1: Uh, I'm drawn to the zany, I guess. Uh, both in my, uh, my work and my personal associations but um there's just uh there's so much in this these silent films there's so much variety there's mystery there's zaniness there's humor there's
0: melodrama there's morbidity um
1: there's so much
0: yeah uh again the the book called silent films loud music Uh, That is not your only current project. There's also Philip Johnston and the Greasy Chicken Orchestra Mm. and an album called I Cakewalked with a Zombie. Mm. Uh, The cakewalk is a musical form that Melies would have been familiar with.
1: Mm, Yes, it's definitely from early part of uh, maybe last century and so on. But yeah, it's an old dance form.
0: Yeah, so this is your Australian band, the Greasy Chicken Orchestra.
1: Yes, I've long had a love of the music of Jelly Roll Morton and early Duke Ellington and um, Louis Armstrong and Lil Hardin Armstrong, and um, I've just had the pleasure of playing it, not authentically, uh, but in my own way, and I've written arrangements of... uh, tunes from that era and I also started writing my own original tunes kind of homaging
2: that style.
0: I love some of the titles of your original pieces on this record. Uh, Everyone deserves everything all the time, mm-hmm. which has a certain everything everywhere all at once kind of quality uh, to it. But I wrote that tune
1: before that movie <laughs> came out. Uh, and I pioneered everything. I guess. <laughs>
0: Hydrotherapy Fantastique mm. is another of the Georges Méliès short films that that you've scored. Uh, it has another name. Yes, the it's Doctor called... The Doctor something? It,
1: it's, it's a translation, loose translation. It's called The Doctor's Secret, and it's uh, quite a broad comedy film. And um, what I do with the music is kind of a musical study which combines... Uh, I take uh, Chopin waltz, um, waltz number five in A flat, opus 42, the 2 4 waltz, and I treat it in different ways. I make it into a classical piece, uh, a jazz waltz, um, a gospel tune, and then I take some very chromatic, sort of 12 tonish material and integrate them where they're moving back and forth together why, uh, I thought, gee, what would that sound like <laughs> if you put that with this rather than comedy music, you right. put this sometimes very serious music and tried out different juxtapositions. So it does line up with the film, but in a kind of um, oblique yeah. kind of way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh we can't see the film but we can hear the score. Hydrotherapy Fantastique or The Doctor's Secret, uh, early film by Georges Méliès, the music written by my guest Philip Johnston and now played live by the trio here in our studio. <laughs> Thank you. Music by Philip Johnston with a little assist from Chopin and his score to the short uh, Georges Melier's film called Hydrotherapy Fantastique or The Doctor's Secret. Once again, Philip Johnston's book Silent Films Loud Music is now out in paperback. Uh, the album by the Greasy Chicken Orchestra called I Caked Walk with a Zombie. That comes out in July, right?
1: The single is out on Bandcamp and Spotify. The record as a whole will
0: come out uh, mid-July. Okay. Now, are you still doing, like, new scores to to these old films?
1: Uh, I am, as a matter of fact. I just premiered a couple of things very recently, including uh, a new score. This was in Melbourne in Australia for Buster Keaton's Cops, Mm. But I'm working on a pretty interesting project right now that was unfortunately derailed by you know (laughs) why the thing. Um, I was supposed to premiere it like two years ago, and everything went haywire. I'm almost finished. It's based on the early history of Australian silent film. Sadly, I haven't. Perform my work here since I moved there 18 years ago. It's just so hard when you're 10,000 miles away to organize gigs and so on. But I hope I can eventually bring this Australian thing uh, to the United States because the main it takes up where uh, Prince Ahmed left off of working with pre-recorded audio, and it will require only a single musician, me. Mm. Making it much cheaper, <laughs> so that gives me hope uh, in our new era of artistic cheapness. That maybe <laughs> I'll be able to find a way to bring that here.
0: Artistic I t- cheapness. I have
1: to. Uh, I have to. Something vaguely person
0: disquieting person. about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, for artists too.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Philip, it's great to see you again, and great to have uh, Neil and Dave back here in the studio. I know you've worked with these guys for probably more years than any of us care to count. Mm. Um, great you, to Tom. have And thank you for doing these arrangements for us today. Thank
1: you so much for having me and for your support for my work over the years. We've done stuff together since back in the
0: day. And oh, yeah. It's,
1: these old relationships are just really important to me.
0: Well, I'd also like to thank our crew. Our technical director is Irene Trudell. Today's session was engineered by George Wellington. Our producer is Karen Havlick. Joe Renright shot our videos. Eric Weber is our video editor. I'm John Schaefer. You can find our videos on the New Sounds YouTube channel, and you can keep up with everything we're doing on New Sounds by texting New Sounds to 70101.